it didn't become personal to me until that happened, until that point, like, and everything happened. I didn't become personal. It was hard for me to, like, fully understand and, like, fully, like, realize that there's more than what other people were saying about me, that the Lord has more in store for me. Hej, mit navn er Laura Mikkelsen, og jeg har lavet den her podcast-serie kaldet Bibelklubben om seks kristne piger fra det amerikanske Midwest. Og som dansk studerende mødte jeg dem på mit udvekslingsophold i byen Springfield i staten Illinois. Jeg havde nok forestillet mig min udveksling en smule anderledes, end den endte med at blive. Jeg havde tænkt vilde collegefester, kæmpestore sportsevents og en masse spændende studenterforeninger. Hvad jeg ikke havde forestillet mig, var, at jeg ville ende med at blive en del af en bibelklub, der fandt sted hver torsdag. Jeg må indrømme, at i starten var jeg lidt skeptisk, men så fandt jeg ud af, at den her bibelklub handlede om meget mere end at læse Bibelen. Det var nemlig også et sted, hvor de her unge piger de kom hen for at dele ud af deres frustration i forhold til lektier, syge familiemedlemmer og verdenssituationen. I denne podcast vil du møde de her kristne college-piger, der har opgivet at følge samfundets normer og standarder og nu kun følger Guds ord. De har været deres at kæmpe med, men til fælles har de Bibelklubben. I det her afsnit, der skal vi møde Allison. Det er ikke altid Allison, hun formår at dukke op til Bibelklub. Fordi hun har alt muligt andet, hun lige skal. Men når hun så endelig kommer, så er man ikke i tvivl om hendes tilstedeværelse. Der bliver grint meget, og der bliver snakket meget mere, end når hun ikke er der. Hun er sådan en, hvor man ikke skulle tro, at hun går rundt og gemmer på et traume. Men det gør hun altså. Lige nu, der sidder hun i bil sammen med mig og en af de andre på vej til bilen. Allison May Hennenbent. I'm 22 years old, and I study um, social work here at the University of Illinois Springfield. Allison, hun har lever på stadig farvet hår, der går til ørerne. Hun prøver hele tiden at få det forreste hår om bag øret, men det falder hele tiden ned foran ansigtet. Så går hun tit i en oversize regnbuefarvet sweater med lunetunes på. Ofte kan man se hende med en stor Starbucks-kop i hånden. I grew up in the church. Um, my parents are Christian, and um, we moved here to Springfield, Illinois, when I was like around three. Um, and my parents were always, like I said, they were all. They raised me and my siblings and like our faith and everything. Um, and I went to church. I went to church every Sunday and everything. And so I always knew about God, but my relationship with God didn't become personal until like I was like in about middle school. Um, I was around 13 years old and um, it was like a really hard time. I feel like right when you get into your teen years, you're starting to discover yourself and like who you are and like starting to like know more about yourself and everything. And um, so middle school was just really hard because I didn't know who I was. 
I was getting bullied at school and everything. Fordi Alison hun blev mobbet i skolen, så hun som 13 år ingen anden udvej end at flygte fra verden. And um, I I'll be very blunt. I I attempted suicide when I was 13 and um, right when I was um, and that's where God met me was in that moment. Um, like I just felt like a sense of peace, like I fell to the floor and I just felt a sense of peace and like a thought came inside of my head of like why would you try so hard to take away a life that I so into intimately created? And you know, I was so far gone, like I was ready and it was God that spoke to me um and said that because, you know, by my by if it was my choice, I would have been gone already. But, you know, God spoke to me in that moment and saved me. And that was when my relationship, it became more than a religion. It be, it, that's when it became like an intimate relationship between me and God. For Alison var det Gud, der redde hende i sidste øjeblik. Men rent fysisk var det hendes mor, der fandt hende på soveværelsesgulvet. That opened a conversation that needed to be talked about um, with my parents. Um, my mom did, she heard something going on in my room. Okay. And so that is how she, and so she found me. Mm-hmm. And so we, and obviously she asked me what was going on and everything and I told her. Mm-hmm. And so it, like, So it, like I said, it opened up a conversation that needed to happen with my mom. Um, I knew my mom was always there, but I just never really thought, like, you know, you're like, man, I don't really want to talk to my mom about this. Like, you know, how we are when we are younger and everything. So, but from then on, like, um, my mom, like, took me to counseling and, like, stuff like that. So it really, like, I feel like good like good relationships that I had with people is like what saved me like with my mom um like my mom and I like that drew me and my mom like a lot closer udover det gav Alison et tæt forhold til både Gud og sin mor så hjalp det også Alison at møde andre unge der havde det på samme måde med tro som hende selv that was when i really started going to um youth group at like my local church with kids like my age. So, you know, it was nice because during the week, I didn't, like at school, I didn't have like a lot of friends. But then like, you know, on Sundays and like Wednesdays, whenever I went to youth group, I had like a group of people that were A, my age and like accepted me. But also like a group of people my age that believed in the same thing that I did. So it was really nice. So like I said, like, relationships is probably like what saved me is like finding a group of people that were like my not like my rock I would say like finding a group of people that like you know like you know like your group finding your squad or finding whatever but that's what helped me Det er derfor Allison er med i bibelklubben som vi kan høre her i baggrunden der skal til at starte og nu er det vist Allison der skal til at læse et vers op fra bibelen 
they grabbed her hand. And I love oh, her. Like, see, she has movie. video. Like Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find Wait, it. I'll, I'll be a picture. They were like rich chats. Okay. <laughs> okay, so guys, we haven't even read this yet. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, we would like to read this quickly. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and, I, and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord this way, dear friends. I plead with Eudodia, Eudodia whatever, and I plead with Sanchai Sanch to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the case of the gospel, along with, the, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the book of life. <laughs> I did not like myself, obviously. And so and when I was stuck in that place, it was hard for me to see out of it. You know, I feel like that that was in the moment like in that moment in that period of time in my life that was when I was living by society standards and that was like when I was believing like what other people like what my peers were saying about me and so it was hard for me in that moment it's kind of like how you're like worst like it's hard it was hard for me to see past it in that moment like you know I was 13 I didn't really have like the self-concept of like I knew that God was there. I knew, I believed that he was real. But like I said, it didn't become personal to me until that happened, until that point, like, and everything happened. It didn't become personal. It was hard for me to, like, fully understand and, like, fully, like, realize that there's more than what other people were saying about me, that the Lord has more in store for me. Edison, hun oplevede, at hun ikke var god nok. Det var først på gulvet i soveværelset, da Gud mødte Alison, og det gik op for hende, hvor vigtig hun var. You know, talking to like my friends, like my like my brothers and sisters in Christ, like my friends who have a relationship with the Lord and everything, like we, I ask sometimes, like I just say, like I'm just like I don't understand how people can go throughout this life without having their hope and their faith in Jesus. Like it just, it breaks my heart and it just baffles me because it's just like. You know, if I put my identity and myself and my worth into like what the world says of me, like it's I'm always going to be struggling for something that is un, unattainable. You're never going to in this life, you're never going not everyone is going to like you. And if we live by society standards, we're just going to or like what the world says of us, if we live by society standards and what the world says of us, then we're just always we're never going to be enough. We're always going to be reaching for something that's unattainable. But like with the Lord and like when you put your hope and trust in the Lord like I know what the Lord says of me and I know that the Lord loves me and I know that I'm worth dying for because God sent his one and only son to die for me. Nu skal vi tilbage til bibelklubben hvor pigen taler om hvor meget Gud elsker os mennesker. He sees you as like he he died specifically for not like he died for all of us but individually that's like What's amazing and baffling about the Lord is that he's so omnipresent, but he's also very intimate as well and very specific because it's like he died for all of us, but he also specifically died for each and every one of us individually. And that's just, and it's just 
really cool and like awesome to like think of it in that way and also it's like just what baffled me like when I learned about how like how we are heirs like that's the part that like really like I've heard like you're the son and daughter of of Jesus Christ and I'm like yes that is true but then like I don't know why when they were like you're an heir of the kingdom of heaven I'm like I'm an heir (laughs) and that's like what really like and the, the, like, I'm like, am I treating myself that way, though? Am I seeing myself as someone that is worthy to die for? Or is someone that me, that is going to inherit the kingdom of heaven? I never saw myself in that way. Well, I'm thinking of Jesus as our brother. Like, God is our father. Jesus is our brother. And we're going to inherit land, the kingdom of heaven, with God. Like, thinking of him as, like, a read this I'm just like man <laughs> sorry we I have just, a bright future guys I love Jesus I love Jesus so much <laughs> oh, wait, Som oh, Alison hun slår fast med syv tømmer søn er Gud så stor en støtte for hende at hvis man fjernede ham vil hun falde derfor er det også svært for Alison at forstå hvordan unge kan holde ud og leve efter samfundets standarder i dag fordi for hende var det ikke muligt I can't do this life on my own. I mean, I've tried before. I've tried to do everything like my way. I've tried to do everything with my strength and my might. And I can't do that. I cannot, like, I don't, so, it's like, how do I say this? Reliance is like more along the lines of, I put my faith and my trust in him because I can't do it on my own. He is more powerful than I can ever be. He knows more than I could ever have. He he already has like my life planned out. He knows my story. He knows how everything's going to turn out. And so Reliance is like, I'm putting my trust in him. I am putting everything like in control in his control, not by my control. Because, you know, and that's like that's like what it means like I rely on the Lord like I need him like it's kind of like how like it says in the Bible how like a deer pants for water how we need how that is how we need to that is how we need to approach the Lord like I am in like every day it's just like a constant it's no more along the lines of my relationship with him is not because it's not because it's a want like I want to like obviously I do but it's like a need like I need to spend time with the Lord Tak fordi du hørte med. Mit navn er Laura Mikkelsen, og det her det var podcasten Bibelklubben. I næste afsnit skal vi møde Abby, der lider af angst. Her bruger hun vers fra Bibelen til at lave værtrækningsøvelser. It's been a journey, but it's definitely been better. Um, like when I'm presenting those anxieties to God, and I think like if I took medicine, it would be like, yes, my anxiety is better. But it's been like three and a half years and I'm still like growing and working in it.